Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Gap to Gap Radio, and welcome to the show today. It is April 22nd, 2019, 12 o'clock Eastern Time, and the title of today's show is, uh, Is There a Difference Between Softball and Baseball Hitting, and Why Does It Matter? So it's a bit controversial. We're going to talk about uh, a couple things that seems to be um, um, again, controversial to some people. Uh, it, there are some that uh, believe that it is not the same. Um, there are some that believe that it is the same. Uh, and there seems to be a little motion about it. And I guess maybe it's a, a gender gap sort of situation, possibly. Um, but we're going to kind of get into it um, and talk about Maybe some of the um, similarities, some of the differences, but ultimately why it does matter. So before we go there, uh, I want to go over just a quick history of NCAA softball. So that's what we see mostly. Currently, there is a professional softball league. Uh, There's going to be Olympic softball uh, in 2020. So there's other areas. Of course, there's NAIA softball. There's junior college softball. There's other levels uh, all the way down. But um, NCAA softball started, actually was a sanctioned sport in 2010. Uh, Probably didn't know that. And then NCAA College World Series was an annual event from 1982 to 1987. was in Omaha, Nebraska. and then it moved to California for a couple of years. And then since 1990, it's been in Oklahoma City. So pretty much every year it, uh, for the, since, obviously since 1990, it's been Oklahoma City. There are, um, it looks like about how many teams? Over 600 college softball teams in NCAA. I think that includes Division One through Division Three, And it is a... Um, what they call a, what is it, um, uh, equivalency sport. And one of the things that most people probably don't know is that most athletic scholarships are not full-ride scholarships uh, in softball. So just a little bit of history. If you go on Wikipedia and you try to look up history of just softball, just a basic um, um, softball history, it was apparently invented as an indoor sport in 1887, and it was based on, um, you know, it was invented through baseball. Baseball 
was the founding sport. And then they, uh, back in 1887 in Chicago, um, this guy named George Hancock decided to probably change some of the rules. And I'm not sure if you understand or know this. There's uh, different size balls. There's kitten ball, gigantic balls that are uh, really big and soft, and just a whole bunch of different different things. <clears throat> Women started participating in, in the organized softball since early, early 1900s. Of course, over the course of time, it's gotten into Olympics. I think in 1996, it was a full medal sport uh, game in Atlanta, and it went a couple of Olympics, and then it got out, and of course, now it's back in. So the comparison of hitting in softball and in baseball uh, obviously starts in the fact that softball is a creation coming from baseball. So there is a, a lot of similarities uh, from that. So I want to make sure, kind of go through the basic stuff that way. Some of the other similarities, of course, in the game, some obvious similarities, scoring more runs than the opponent. The field alignment looks pretty much the same, uh, obviously, in softball. Uh, it's a little, the fences are uh, not as deep. Um, I think the, in Omaha City, it's 220 feet straight center for the College World Series. A lot of college fields are about that size. Um, college baseball fields are going to be around 380 to 400 uh, in that range, straight center. Uh, the the uh, visitors, there's visitors and there's home teams is the similarity of softball and baseball. Uh, there are innings, obviously, there's similarities. There's a bat, a ball, and a glove. There's umpires. There's big hits, diving catches, slidings to avoid tags, fielding errors, infield fire rule. There's a lot of quick and easy similarities. You may come up with uh, quite a few more. Um, I think overall, if you look at the game, it's probably, what, 90% the same. Some obvious difference. The softball is larger. The softball is yellow versus white. <clears throat> the softball bats uh, are, have a smaller barrel than the baseball bat, smaller size, like a little thinner. The softball bat is typically going to be, uh, the drop uh, weight is going to be a little bit more than the baseball bat, <clears throat> uh, the metal bats. The distance from home to outfield is, again, is shorter Softball has uh, some cheers and chants. If you go to a softball game, you're going to hear a lot of uh, cheers and chants from the dugouts. If you go to a baseball game, you're going to hear some things, but it's not going to be a lot, very many, if any, cheers and uh, maybe some chants. The infield typically in a softball game is uh, going to be all dirt. It's called a skin infield. It's been around forever back in the old days, both uh, softball and baseball were uh, a lot of fields were all dirt, skin infields, mainly because just maintaining it was costly and and uh, creating it and stuff. So <clears throat> more and more now, most almost all high school and above um, ball fields have grass infields, or and then a lot of colleges now have turf infields, astroturf, uh, artificial turf. The distance to the bases is shorter in softball. The distance from home to the pitching rubber is shorter in softball. Softball pitchers pitch from a flat surface as baseball pitchers from a mound. I believe the, um, in a rule book, the word mound is used sometimes for softball, uh, but there is no mound. There is a circle of chalk around the softball pitching uh, rubber. 
uh, called the circle, uh, referred to a lot. And oh, yes, the team and fastball pitchers are females and baseball, they're males, of course. Um, I think probably if you look at it fairly quickly, the first time, if you've never seen a fast pitch softball game and you've only seen baseball game, which probably not very many people have done that. But I think the first thing you notice probably is the field a little bit, the skin in field, maybe the size of the field. But of course, the pitcher, <clears throat> the pitcher is going to be completely different in softball than in baseball um, because of the pitching and how it is done and because of uh, the concept of the game that also changes a lot of the base running, how the base running is done. Uh, there's no actual leads, no uh, pickoffs uh, attempts in, in softball like there are in baseball. So that's probably the biggest thing, and that, of course, leads to uh, the difference in the hitting aspect because the pitching is different, and we'll talk about that here in a minute. So as I said, probably about 90%. If you could come up with some other things that are other things that are similar, let me know. You can contact me. Of course, uh, if you want to call in, you want to talk about it uh, live, 646-564-9536 is the number. <clears throat> and... Um, uh, or you can email me, holly at nationaldiamondacademy.com if you have any comments or questions or anything like that. So anyway, then, uh, so the, the, as a hitter's perspective, the difference that I'm seeing that I noticed that just from study, because I do study, I have studied a lot of uh, both uh, softball hitters and uh, baseball hitters, and, and I will explain why um, a little bit later. But I think from what I can tell and just observe and experience is the two biggest differences. Obviously, we have a release point that is low versus high, and we'll talk about that in a second. The other one is I believe that the time to react is a slightly, on the average level, slightly a little bit faster in fast pitch softball than it is in baseball. Now, you can do all kinds of research, and it's interesting. It seems to me that some of the research that may be written by a softball person is trying to tell you that softball is faster. If you're written by a baseball person, it's kind of saying that it's either the same or baseball is a little bit faster. Uh, it depends on who you're reading and what you're reading and what their agenda is. And try to be as objective as I possibly can. I did look at some things, and again, I'm not, I have not done any uh, mathematical uh, equations to confirm any of these numbers, but I think they're pretty close, if not uh, real, uh, not real accurate. So this one site I looked up, it said in a, a 70 mile an hour pitch from a softball pitcher. Now, typically, if you watch softball games, the college pitcher is going to be the top level Division One on ESPN, and they're showing a lot of them this year. Is probably going to be fastball is going to be around 68-ish to 70, 72. It's rare to see anybody much over 70. So we're going to pick 70 miles an hour. It's a pretty good basis. That is what I would consider the top velocity of college softball. And they estimate in this website it takes about 0.35 seconds for the ball to reach the plate for the release point. Uh, from a 70-mile-an-hour softball pitcher. That's 0.35 seconds. And I talk about a lot of times in my lesson because I do 
blast technology, and I test batch speed, which is based on seconds that I that I evaluate. And typically, a girl that is uh, most of the girls that comes in lessons are going to let's say 13, 14 years old. They're going to be about one point one eight to one nine to two zero oh, that I see a lot of times. There's a little bit quicker. I've seen some point one fives and point one sevens, but again, that's uh, a seventeen um, hundredths of a second to swing. That takes thirty five hundredths of a second to take. Uh, for the ball to get there. And if, again, think about it, how quick that is. It's super fast, super quick. And uh, that's one reason it's just difficult to hit in both sports, obviously. And I'll say this now, uh, neither are easy. Uh, and we're comparing which one is uh, not only are we going to talk about which one is harder than the other, but the uh, similarities and the differences. So they estimated said 70 miles an hour, 0.357, 35 seconds, the release point. And they, they took 90 miles an hour from a pitcher, and it takes 0.44 seconds, 44 hundredths of a second versus 3,500 seconds, 35 hundredths of a second. So a baseball pitcher throwing 44, or excuse me, throwing 90, it's going to get to the plate, uh, it looks like, what, uh, 9 hundreds of a second slower. Um, so about one-tenth of a second slower. I'd say the top-level college pitchers throw harder than 90. I would say, uh, I don't think they quite throw 98-ish, but I'd say 92 to 95 probably would be the top level. If we're going to compare apples and apples, um, I'd say 70 at the college pitching level, the top pitchers are going to be throwing uh, 90. Obviously, there's a variety of velocities at college level, well as there's a variety of level uh, velocities at the uh, baseball level versus softball level. So, if you take 90 and let's say 94, 95, I'm going to say that's probably not quite 35 hundredths of a second, but it narrows that a little bit. So we're talking about maybe. Uh, five hundredths of a second. That's not five tenths. Um, uh, five tenths, of course, would be a half a second. That's five hundredths of a second. That's um, awfully quick. I don't know if we can um, even um, define that in our brain and even represent that uh, and repeat that. So that makes the velocity, the top velocities, uh, pretty much uh, closely the same, but the, the softball pitcher is going to get in there probably a little bit faster uh, on a regular basis. And again, if she's throwing 70. So uh, as I said, the two biggest difference is that I can see it looks like overall most college pitchers, um, pitchers get the ball in about five hundredths of a second quicker. Uh, to maybe uh, a tenth of a second quicker. Now, that is significant. That's uh, We're talking about uh, bat speed taking uh, 0.15, 15 hundredths of a second to uh, two tenths of a second. Um, that one tenth makes a difference. It is uh, Timing is uh, the difference of hitting the ball well versus not hitting the ball well is probably a matter of, of um, maybe five hundreds of a second. 
it's usually a matter of a foot uh, uh, to six inches to a foot. So the, the ball is traveling in a foot, probably very, very uh, close to that. All right, so the time to react, that's one of those things. The second thing, obviously, is release point. And I think the release point creates uh, two main areas that are going to be a little bit different. So in the softball release point, it's going to be, of course, low. It's coming under. It's going to be about middle between the knee and the hip, around the thigh area. Um, and uh, um, so that's going to be, what, a couple feet from the ground. It is a flat area that she's releasing from. Her knees are bent a little bit, so it's even going to be a little bit, maybe a little bit lower. And as the stride gets out farther, that, of course, lowers that release point. A pitcher in baseball is releasing, a, of course, above uh, at a higher, an overhand path. And depending on how tall the pitcher is, uh, the mound uh, is going to be, I think it's uh, 8 to 10 inches high, maybe something like that. Uh, and then the release point from a six-foot pitcher, if, if it's above his, uh, it's not going to, let's say above his head a couple inches, we're talking about uh, six, seven, seven-ish feet, maybe a little bit higher from an angle from above. Now, both pitches have to come to a very similar strike zone. The strike zones aren't exactly the same, but they're very, very similar. But uh, we'll talk about right down the middle belt high, both of those pitches are pretty much exactly the same for the same hitter. Uh, so the pitcher in softball is it's coming upward just slightly from an upward angle, and the hitter uh, is, or excuse me, the pitcher in baseball is coming down. Get a little confusing here. So I think the release point obviously is the biggest difference. Now, how does that affect? The other part of the release point is uh, the the uh, the type of the spin it that it creates and there's three components of a pitcher attempting to try to get a hitter out that's velocity or a change of velocity um, could be four if you want to break those down to two velocity is how fast the pitcher is going change of velocity is how well she can mix up the pitches uh, faster slower different speeds Second thing is movement. How much is the ball movement? And is it late movement? Is it uh, quality movement? And the third is going to be location. Is it good location, bad location, inside, outside, up and down, or whatever? Um, so the spin coming underneath is going to have a natural spin that's going to be somewhat of a top spin spin, unless she's putting some things, curveball, drop ball, is going to, a drop ball is going to naturally drop anyway. Uh, the ball is going to naturally drop when it's low. The uh, rise pitch, uh, different pitches are going to have a little bit different spin because that's what makes the pitch different. Um, and it, but it's going to have a natural top spin uh, type of motion. A baseball pitcher throwing the ball, the ball is going to have a natural back spin to maybe a little bit of a, a side spin uh, to it. It's not going to be a top spin on the fastball. So that's going to have create, uh, if it uh, depends on who you talk to, experts and stuff. In baseball, the pitch is going to come slightly down and maybe level out a little bit right at the, at the uh, waist-high pitch. And uh, the spin is going to create it to either, uh, it's, if it's going to be really, really straight, possibly, 
uh, whereas the softball pitcher, the ball is not going to be very straight until it gets right down the middle. It seems to me, just observing a lot of pitching, uh, below the waist, the pitch is going to have a tendency to sink from the college uh, level or any pitcher because the ball has got top spin. When it gets above the waist a little bit, it's going to have a tendency to, to um, flatten out and or possibly rise if, if she's throwing a rise ball. So that's the, the two biggest differences, the, the time to react and the release point, which causes uh, a different aspect of the game uh, from each and also the, um, uh, the spin, what it's causing. And then we're just talking fastball, not talking any other pitch change-ups or anything like that at this point. And, but that is a factor uh, in hitting, obviously. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it as we go along. So those are the two biggest factors. I think, you know, there's other things, um, you know, how well the pitcher hides the ball, uh, how fast the arm speed is versus the uh, pitch speed. There's a component in hitting that uh, a lot of people don't look at is there's a deception aspect of the pitcher. If it looks the same and doesn't look the same, there's things. Uh, again, there's spin, there's rotation, uh, there's uh, how late the ball moves. There's so many different things. Uh, but to try to compare apples to apples, those are the two things that uh, are noticeably different. Okay, now shift gears a little bit. Um, give you an idea comparing currently. Now, these stat statistics are from April 19th, of, uh, a few days ago. So if we're looking at the best hitters in Division One softball and Division One baseball, if we compare them, the top three softball hitters, a girl named Courtney Cashman at UMass Lowell, uh, was hitting at that time 531. Uh, she's leading. She was leading NCAA Division One in batting average as of uh, April 19th at 531 batting average. The second number girl, second uh, number two girl batting average at Southeast Missouri State. Hitting 492 is a girl named Rachel Anderson. And then the third uh, uh, in order, 487, Kelly Godin, Gooden, G-O-D-I-N, excuse me, Kelly, uh, from UCLA, uh, is hitting 487. She's third in batting average as of that date. In baseball, the first number one is this uh, a guy named Al Sander. Womack at Norfolk State hitting 463 and then uh, 448 is the third Nick Gonzalez at New Mexico State and uh, that was second excuse me third is Patrick McCall at Harvard at 445 if you rank these six softballs one two three baseballs four five six top batting average is a team softball is if you go uh, put the top three of each softball and baseball then these are the top six batting averages as a team. Softball is leading with Oklahoma at 371, then baseball, New Mexico State at 367. Then softball has third and fourth, 358 and 347. And then Penn State at uh, baseball, 340, and Arizona State baseball, 325. And I'll show this, say this too, the top six and home runs per game by a team Softball, Arizona, 1.95. Then number two, softball, Oklahoma, 1.88. Uh, 
And uh, then baseball, Indiana, 1.78. That's top three. I don't know if you can hear that noise in the background. I think it's um, um, some um, lawnmower or something. I got my window open. Uh, I'm actually going to play a little music, and I'm going to shut my door just a second. Uh, Hold on just a second. Sorry about that. I uh, hope that's a little bit better. So, again, we're kind of comparing. The, and why does this matter? Just kind of getting an idea. We're trying to compare apples and apples versus baseball and softball hitters. Uh, <clears throat> so if we say, and this is why this matters, I think, or at least this is kind of where we get to this point. If we say that softball is um, the pitcher is harder to hit, because of the release point and the time to react and the movement and all of the above, then it would make sense, it seems, that the softball hitters would not be better than the baseball hitters. Statistically speaking, in all three of these stats, and I, you can go a lot of them, and it looks like uh, batting average and home run production by team and individuals is at a higher level in softball than it is in baseball. Now, again, uh, it's not a great number, um, like a, a exam, um, what um, sample of, of testing or anything, but kind of gives you an idea about the success rate. And I think if you go over the last few years for sure, this would be very, very similar. Excuse me. Hold on. Excuse me. Now, if you do, um, so if, again, now one of the things is that is part of the controversial part is then, um, so the bats are lighter in softball, balls are bigger. um, And I think they, obviously, if they, uh, I think the idea is, let's say if we wanted to really compare apples to apples, we would use the same bat, we would use the same ball in maybe the same distance, like using baseball and a baseball bat and a throwing uh, from a softball pitcher, what would happen at that point, or a softball throwing overhanded, uh, what would happen there. And a lot of different variables that you could kind of look at and stuff. Now, I'm not going to talk necessarily about the difference between the physical aspect of women versus the physical aspect of men. At that level, uh, you know, I think that the concept is since the ball is not as lively, it's not, it's a softball. It's still, it's pretty hard. It still hurts when it hits you, but I don't think it has as much maybe um, uh, energy where it's going to go as far if uh, uh, that a baseball would, would go. But, um, um, but I think the concept is the fences are shorter and the bats are lighter somewhat, at least originally it was invented because typically the women are not going to be maybe as uh, overall as strong or as fast or whatever. I think it was uh, obviously invented in uh, at a time when it was very, very sexist. 
uh, and I think it continues with that game necessarily. Now, is that a factor? Honestly, probably is uh, somewhat. I'm not going to get into that too much here because I think the compensation that they have made probably with all of the rules and everything is based on the um, somebody smarter than I on the difference in that area. The, what I'm trying to do is compare apples and apples. If all things are equal, it looks like softball hitters are doing pretty good. So if it's really good, I mean, excuse me, if the pitching is really that much harder to hit, then it just seems to me that softball wouldn't be succeeding higher than baseball. So that would be uh, one of the one of the things. <clears throat> and again, we're talking about a difference between uh, the top softball hitter 531 and the top baseball hitter 463. That's probably a difference of a couple hits. We're talking about the batting average top softball 371 versus 367. That is, uh, you know, not that's essentially the same. Uh, it's not that much of a difference. A home run at Indiana's leading baseball, 1.78 versus Arizona, 1.95. Uh, again, pretty pretty close. So I think if you take all of these numbers statistically and you take the numbers of the release point and the velocities and all things considered, the numbers look pretty close. Um, and um, so then one of the things you start saying, well, I've seen where, and I personally have seen, um, I used to work at a, a Champions Academy here in Louisville area, and Major League Baseball players, actual Major League Baseball players from the Louisville area would come in and work out. And on occasion, there would be a challenge with one of the girls that was um, there that was a um, um, one of the like a professional softball pitcher, one of our uh, one of, a very, very high level softball pitcher. And she they would challenge could these uh, Major League Baseball hitters hit her, and none of them did. And uh, one, I think, made decent contact with the first time, I think, out of six or seven that I've seen do that, uh, at least in that experience. You go on YouTube and then look at challenges where uh, baseball hitters are trying to hit softball, um, then uh, they usually have a hard time. So then it says, well, then is hitting a softball harder than hitting a baseball uh, at that same point? Is it because the release point? Is it because the speed? What What is uh, going on there? There is a video, It's really, and I've seen a couple where uh, high school or small colleges, I think it's a small college has done it a few times, where they had a, a softball versus baseball challenge where the baseball hitters hit the softball pitching and the softball hitters hit the baseball pitching, and they try to keep somewhat of a score to see who has won. And the one that I did see baseball won, like, um, I think it was like who, who could get to 10 or something won by a couple, uh, neither one of them succeeded very good, which I think is really what it comes down to it to me, just watching. So let's think about this. So let's assume, and if you think about it, if you, if you've been, if you hit at a high level before, uh, I know, we know that it is, uh, if I face the same pitcher a lot, I'm going to get used to her. I'm going to get used to the release point. I'm going to probably feel a little bit more comfortable unless she's just so, so good. Obviously, I'm not going to succeed if she's that much better than I am. But I'm, I'm going to at least be able to attack her a little bit better. When a new pitcher comes in, it makes it a little bit more difficult. Now, the variations, obviously, I think, other than the preliminary movement, but a lot of the the uh, 
physical re mechanical release point is going to be almost very similar in softball. You don't see you like you do in baseball where you have uh, very over-the-top, three-quarter, sidearm, uh, submarine, all these different release points. Uh, and so uh, I think baseball hitters have a more difficult time sometimes uh, when they see something that they haven't seen before. It makes it makes it difficult. So I'm going to make a, a, a proposal of, of what I think is happening, why big league hitters don't hit college softball pitching uh, very well, or baseball doesn't hit softball very well, or even softball doesn't hit very, uh, baseball very well, because the release point is so different, it just takes time to get used to it. I'm thinking that if you took this guy, Alex, Alexander Womack, at Norfolk State that's hitting 463, and you put him, and all of a sudden pitchers in baseball started doing exactly the same thing, fast pitch, because there is men's fast pitch softball, I'm thinking that uh, he would be successful uh, as well eventually after a period of time working drills, practice. It may take a year uh, to get used to it or whatever, but I, I don't I don't think it's a, a matter. Honestly, I think it is a matter of, of release point and how quick it gets there. That makes it difficult. And hitting a softball is, I think, slightly 5%, 10% more difficult than hitting a baseball in that regard. But I do think that it's not uh, as big a difference if the hitters would work. If a softball hitter, she hit off softball a lot more. Off, excuse me. If the softball hitter hit more on overhand fastball or um, baseball pitching, um, they would get used to it. I think it's a matter of not seeing it very often. It's a different release point and different thing. So with that said getting to why it matters and stuff. And this is the thing I want to kind of talk about a little bit is let's say we're going to assume that there are some differences. So obvious difference, release point and time to contact. Um, and that creates a, a quicker game. I think softball is overall a quicker game based on ground balls and, and things like that. The things happen a little bit quicker at a shorter distance, obviously. So here's something that is said and, and actually, um, in my interview with uh, Lonnie, uh, uh, Coach Alameda from uh, Florida State, she said a couple of things that really kind of made me think, and that's why I'm, I'm talking about this show, uh, why this show topic came up a little bit. She said that, and it's really an interesting thing, never thought about it too much, but Major League Baseball hitters, and uh, overall all major uh, athletic uh, sports do the same thing, but Major League Baseball hitters oh, for the last 200 years uh, gradually, of course, but even now, has so much money invested in their ability to perform. And uh, the athletes themselves have so much invested in the ability to perform. And with this said, a lot of things have been invented and created because of baseball. For example, the blast technology probably was invented because of baseball, and it is used in softball. Um, a lot of the drills, this, there's a, a backspin, new backspin T drill that's on my blog about this topic. Um, I think was it, it can be used in softball, but a lot of things, I'm not saying all things, but I am saying a lot of things have been invented and created to help the softball, or excuse me, the baseball hitter perform. There's just so much money and there's so much resources available 
to Major League Baseball players that softball players, quite honestly, do not have uh, to test it from slow speed video um, to break down the swing from uh, all of those resources. The other thing, too, is you go out and you try to uh, get books, which no, nobody hardly reads books anymore. But the sheer number of books written on how to hit a baseball probably is uh, 10 times on how to hit a softball. The, if you go on YouTube and you look at videos how to hit, it's probably 10 times on how to do hitting drills with baseball, baseball hitters, baseball instructors, baseball equipment, uh, and you don't see too much in softball. In fact, I'm getting ready to create some softball videos. It's almost impossible to find any softball video within the last year of any kind of instructions or anything like that. So um, just the time, the resources, the money, the effort to teach baseball is, I, I think, 10 times that of softball. Now, so if it matters, or the reason it matters is because of that, if the swings are different, if they are significantly different, then we in the softball world cannot learn from what all of these resources are going on in the baseball world. Um, if they're the same, then we can learn, we can benefit from that, and we can, uh, so to speak, take advantage of that situation. You can actually go on to a baseball uh, video and learn from baseball hitters, uh, major league hitters do this, major league hitters do that. You just don't see too many, for example, professional hitters. There's softball professional hitters getting on YouTube and, and showing what she does to be a successful hitter. From uh, Laura Chamberlain to um, uh, 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 Sierra Romero, any of these hitters, you can see it. You see some of them, but you don't see very many. For, for those two softball you've got 20 uh baseball doing it so if it is similar at least the same or really really close and i think you take a round bat and trying to hit a round ball when it's coming in at you at a quick speed it's 99 percent the same what you're trying to do the bases are pretty much it's a little bit shorter you're trying to hit the ball where people aren't standing or playing gap to gap hitting that type of thing hit it where they ain't um you tr you got timing issues if you can time the ball well, seeing the ball. I don't know if there's any drills out there that baseball has invented, let's say, can't help a softball hitter. So why does it matter? It matters that if that is the case, we can, in the softball world, learn from the baseball world. And what they're doing can help us be better softball hitters. Um, and if it does not matter, or excuse me, if they're not the same, then um, there are a lot, a lot of people that are teaching the baseball swing to base, the softball hitters. And if they are doing that and they're not the same, then that's going to fail. But <clears throat> Coach Alameda was even talking about uh, um, this, and she was even referred to baseball uh, instructors coming over to softball and it is slightly changing the game a little bit, a little bit more offensive. So I researched a little bit. Again, this is limited research. So let's say that she's right, uh, that the game has changed a little bit. So here's something kind of interesting is that um, if you just take the records of the most home runs in a season 
by a Division One college Division One softball team. Hawaii has the record. 2010, they hit uh, in 66 games, 158 home runs. Arizona is second in 2009 with 134, and then Arizona again in 2001 uh, hit the ball, hit 126. And then Florida, Michigan, uh, Georgia Tech, and goes on down. Okay, that is home run production uh, records in softball of home runs. Now, if you took pitching, for example, the record for pitching ERA. Now, ERA is uh, home run is pretty much based on one on one. ERA is not one on one pitcher versus hitter. ERA does take in consideration the fielding. And uh, so that's a little bit different, but it's kind of comparing a little bit. UCLA has the record 1984. They were 45 and six with 397 innings and gave up 10 earned runs, 10 earned runs for the whole year with a point oh point one eight ERA. UCLA number two, 1985, the 0.18 is a tie. They had nine earned runs and 354 uh, innings. Uh, Adelphi 2-0. Here's the interesting thing that I've noticed. If the game is changing, and that's what Coach Alameda was saying, is that we in the softball world are learning more and more from the baseball world and accepting things. And baseball, uh, like I think Arizona, I heard him, the head coach there, he speak. When he was speaking on, it was really interesting, and I, I thought it was very interesting. Uh, just this past uh, January, I heard him speak on hitting, and he used hitter video from baseball. Uh, he referred to baseball often, and he is the head softball coach at Arizona, and they are uh, historically very, very strong offensively um, and continue to do that. In fact, as I said um, uh, before, they've got the second and third record then they in 2014, I think there looks like one, two, three, four, five, six, their eighth all time with home runs. And uh, then they're down there again. They are in, I don't know if this is the top 20, but if it's a top 20, they're one, two, three, four, five, six times in the top 20. They have uh, led, I mean, they're in a top, out of the top 20 of all time home run hitting teams, they're in there six times. So whatever they're doing that way, that way is, is pretty good. Here's the interesting thing, too, on this as well. In the top earn run average, the 1, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. No, actually, 16, 17. In the top 20, I think it's all 20, there is nobody, no school, no team, no college in the top 20 ERA since it looks like 1990, 1992 is the most recent college team that is in the top 20 and earned run average. Nobody since 2000, but for sure 1992, that's what, <clears throat> uh, 19, um, <laughs> 20, uh, 28 years. 27, 28 years, uh, nobody in the last 27 years has got in the top 20 in earn run average. In home runs, 
the top 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Matter of fact, uh, every single of the top 20 of the top teams hitting home runs are after 2001. And even then, if I look at 2000 and let's say 2010, uh, or yeah, 2010, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 15 are the top 20 in the, since 2010. So clearly home runs in the last 10 years, 15 years, have continued to get higher, higher and higher, continue to rise, whereas earned run averages are going down and down and down. And uh, again, in the last 20 years. So the game is changing, has changed. I, I think, and again, just predicting is at some point the, the offense, there, there's going to have to be some consideration maybe um, in five years is three to five years of uh, making some uh, dr- drastic changes uh, with the game. If it continues to make this progress, it may level out. It may stay here. But if it continues to make this sort of progress where pitching is going to be uh, – or hitting is going to get more and more dominant than maybe a heavier bats, um, uh, maybe uh, extending – I know they've changed the uh, distance for the pitching uh, – from the pitching rubber, uh, what, a few years ago, a little bit longer, um, maybe a few feet or something like that. Excuse me. Um, that would actually help the hitters. Maybe a little bit closer, possibly which would be really, really tough for a lot of people. But, uh, but anyway, so clearly the hitting has changed. Why is the hitting getting better? You know, that's, uh, Coach Alameda has that theory. I think it makes sense. I think we're, we have more technology available, more video uh, evaluation. There's more instructors out there teaching things. Uh, we're getting more consistent. I work at an indoor facility, and I can hear other instructors teaching. Uh, they do an amazing job. I think 98% of what we're all teaching is pretty close to the same. And I think that's uh, helping things where hitters, because there is, I'm not going to say there's only one way to hit, but there's a lot of basic things about hitting that everybody needs to do. And um, so I think that's getting better uh, over the last 15-ish years, I guess. So so anyway, why does it matter? Then, uh, as I said, it matters if it's the same and we can learn if it's not. I think it's the same. I think it's 99% the same. Uh, the differences uh, may be um, other factors that have nothing to do with the actual rules of the game or the setup of the game or the equipment. Uh, it could be the person, the pitcher, the hitter, those type of things. It's going to make things a little bit different. <clears throat> so that's pretty much it for the topic. Again, I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Got any comments or questions? Um, let me know. And um, I did write a blog on this. It's on, on my website, Diamond Academy blog. Uh, it talks about things get some, as well. Um, join me each week at noon uh, on Mondays, Eastern Time. I'm going to be interviewing coaches, interviewing different people, and or doing a, a podcast blog like this every so often. Uh, we're getting in postseason, so it's getting a little bit more difficult to get coaches commit to uh, shows. So it may be different times. It may be um, a weekend. It may be uh, an evening. Um, And we'll see how we go, how it goes from there. 
Uh, ideally, it'd be kind of cool if I can go on location and maybe interview some coaches there. Uh, we'll see what I can do about that. But so that's pretty much it. I'm hope I'm glad you uh, listen uh, are listening. So uh, you can listen to previous shows on the Blog Talk Radio page. More information is on nationaldiamondacademy.com. And with that said, I think there was um, something else that was um, I was going to announce. And um, again, we're getting in postseason play here with a bunch of schools and colleges and um, get out to see everybody play. It's gorgeous weather. And um, again, let me know if you have any comments or questions. You want to take lessons I'm with lessons with Holly and um, hope to hear from you and hope to see you soon. Have a great day. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.